fighting all about giving and receiving? Not at all. It's about trusting. It's about worshiping. It's about honoring God as our source. God doesn't go back into the past and try to be bringing up. He starts with you where you are and he continues with you. I also believe that you don't you really, really have a matured mind to give the kind of offering God wants you to give if you have not started with that. Fighting, it gives an entry, an open door to a kind of conversation that is different from the normal intimacy conversation that you have with God. The blessings of communion with you. So, I am I'm compelled to share with you some thoughts about the Holy Communion you're about to take. Alright? Now, let's first turn our Bible to the book of uh, John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Um, John chapter 6. Let's read from verse 48. From verse 48. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they are dead. Now I want you to take note of some of these powerful scriptures. Your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and they are dead. So it means that God has the power to give what cannot eternally sustain you. So he says, your father said manna in the, in the wilderness and they are dead. Verse 50. This is the bread which comes down from heaven that one may eat of it and not die. Now this is Jesus Christ speaking concerning himself. That he is the bread that comes from heaven and that when you eat of this bread, you will not die. So that means the Father has the power to give you what can eternally sustain you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Verse 51, quickly. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. So it came out clearly now. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. So he says, it's my flesh I'm going to give for the life of the world. I know people are already confused there. The Jews therefore quarreled among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? So, they, they didn't understand it. They couldn't grasp the thought that Jesus was communicating. Then Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, you know, you can, you can preach and people can get correct. I want you to take note of that. Do you get what I'm saying? Your preaching can lead that because it's the truth. But because people are, are not operating at that level of understanding, uh, so it becomes easy for somebody to get offended or you know, be quarrel. So Jesus had not settled, sorted the quarrel. He said, most assuredly, why do I stay quarreling? Are you <laughs> Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, uh -uh. it's complicating the matter, that this is a sure thing. 
and drink his blood. You know, there was no blood there before. They only called on, this is the living bread. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's now complicating the matter for them. He said, and drink his blood, you have no life in you. I mean, think of this. If he was in Africa, you see, this is an Ogbanje message. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I think the Ogbanje, the Winchi, what, 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 what do we call them? The witches, wizards, and what they do is to, you know, take somebody and then eat the flesh and the blood or something like that. Praise the Lord. I don't know much, but you know, it's, it's what Nollywood said, you know, and uh, people. So, but you see, it looks alike. So Jesus is saying, I came to offer myself, my body, and my blood. My body and my blood. You know, if you you that you are reading it now, you understand it because you know how the whole thing ended. Because he died and did what? And resurrected. Is that not what he's talking about? He died and resurrected. And he says there is a deeper mystery in the breaking of my body. Alright? Heating of my body and drinking of my blood. So whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood, has eternal life. I mean, the way he spoke here, it has not even happened. But he says, when you drink my blood, and you eat my flesh, you have eternal life. And there's something I want to, we have eternal life already, praise God, because we believe him, we have taken his body, and we have taken his flesh. That's what our faith did. In the finished work of redemption, we believed and we have been given eternal life. But I want to show you something deeper. So you know it's expected of somebody who has eternal life to be alive. Praise God. <laughs> At least to be alive. If he's not even going to be alive eternally. You get what I'm saying? But you see, what the scripture taught or teaches is that when you have eternal life, you should be alive eternally. <laughs> so the next verse he said whoever he eats he said and I will raise him up on the last day let's, let's read the last part of that verse 54 he said look at it he said, my flesh whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day so he said I have a duty I have a responsibility not to keep the person in the grave I have a responsibility to ensure that this person live forever eternally somebody said live forever you know, some of us, you don't know. It does not come into your consciousness that you are not going to die. You are only going to sleep to leave this world. Are you getting what I'm saying? What we call physical death is a transition. He said, I will raise him up. For my flesh is food Delicacy indeed, look at it. My flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. <laughs> you know, when you take drinks, it has effect on your body. Praise God. I'm talking about natural drinks now. I know 
most of us, we take soft drinks. If you ask people who take high-quality drinks, they feel the effects more, do you understand, than soft drinks. So what God is saying is that when you take my blood, it should have effect on you. There is an eternal impression. The blood stands for something. The flesh stands for something. Go to the next verse. He said, He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in, I in him. So he says, This is the entry into or the initiation into my covenant. Or into is a covenant initiation into intimacy with me. You see that? Now, there are a number of things that he's saying here, talking about intimacy, talking about eternal life, and many things are connected to the eternal life. You know, we're not just saved. There are many things that came with that salvation as a package. Do you understand? The word salvation is a broad word. It's not just being saved from damnation, from destruction. It's also being saved from sickness. So he said the blood is responsible for that. It's also being saved from poverty. Many of us never think that the blood of Jesus works as an antidote for poverty. It's when we want to travel and then save journey and come and say, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. You have the, what you, you think the blood specializes on. Praise the Lord. And in the world, people use the blood of people to invoke demonic manifestations of money. Praise God. And then we have the blood of Jesus. No wonder he says that, you know the grace of God that he became poor, that, I mean, we're, we're looking at kingdom prosperity and partnership. Can you give us 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9? I don't believe it's 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go, everybody. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. That for your sake he became poor is death and resurrection. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if the people of the world, the people, wicked people, evil people, you know, invoke spirits to get them money by shedding the blood of other human beings, the blood of Jesus has been shed for us. Glory to God. That's the authentic. That's the authentic. You can imagine. The blood takes care of everything. Bible says the life of the animal is in the blood. The life of the animal is in the blood. The life we took, we took it by partaking in the blood. If you are here, can you say amen? amen? Someone say the blood of Jesus. So each time you talk like that, you should think of more money. Praise God. Not just accident-free journey. As I'm going, the blood of Jesus, you know, all the local jar. Um, Kogi Expressway, and you get out of the blood of Jesus. No, think of your account. Are you getting what I'm saying? You look at your account, it looks like what is there is not um, glorifying the name of the Lord. You say the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. <laughs> Married men are disturbing you as a single beautiful lady, demon chasing, anointed, spiritual. You say the blood of Jesus. <laughs> don't say to fear but that is not look your faith is in the blood are you getting what I'm saying your faith is in the blood that's what Apostle Paul wrote to the Romans to the, to the, to the 
um, the church um, um, at Romans that our faith, our confidence is in the blood. Are you getting what I'm saying? Confidence in the blood. You see, what we don't know is that the entire life, the entire life is coordinated by the blood. Healing, redemption, riches, wealth, everything. Access, favor, mercy, everything is through the blood. For my flesh is food indeed, my blood is drink indeed, yes. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. Yes, we're going to 58. As the living father sent me and I live because of the father, so he who feeds, look at that word. So it's not, you're not going to feed once. Are you getting what I'm saying? He who this present continuous, he who continually or continuously feed on me will live because of me. Somebody say, I live because of Christ. Say, I'm alive! I'm alive! <laughs> Glory to God! Look at your neighbors. I'm alive! Say, no more sickness. No more pain. No more sorrow. Say it louder. Say, no more sorrow. No more poverty. No more struggle. Say, I'm alive eternally. Glory to God! <laughs> you know, as I was coming out of my workplace, Two weddings on Thursday, and I had a nudge in my spirit. There is more glory. You came to this service single by the blood of Jesus. You are living married. You didn't hear me. You came to this service single by the blood of Jesus. You are living married. <laughs> glory to God. You know, God has begun a good thing in your life, and He's perfecting it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Don't reject and repel the will of God. Yes. Yes, sir. And no hand like where I, I don't need any person. I mean, you need. The blood of Jesus says you need. The blood of Jesus says you should marry. Are you getting what I'm saying? Stop pretending. How can you be pretending to the one that should marry you? I like the way you are talking back to me. It's, it's lovely. <laughs> I'm alive, 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 I'm alive. I'm alive. Glory to God. <laughs> there is nothing the devil can do. Can you see that? He said, whoever feeds on me will live because of me. Nezvas. Look at Nezvas. This is the bread which came down from heaven. Ah, I love Jesus. I'm sure they have not said to their courier. He just continues his message. <laughs> Jesus knew the saint. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers had the manna. I mean, the way he was even talking about their fathers. You know the Jews will have gotten angry. They will have been, they will have been, why are you talking about Moses like that? How can you be talking about Caleb? Talking? Are you going to say these are powerful people? They are our heroes. It's like somebody just talking about Tafa Balewa and um, Awolowo and all those people. I mean, the thing we taught you, in a way, there's a way we don't hurt like well, even those guys from No! There's a way we taught you, ah, in Ambia Zikwe, how can you be talking like that? How can you be talking? Do you get what I'm saying? He said, Your father's. They had manna. We gave them the manna, but they couldn't live by the manna. 
We supply the manna, but they couldn't live eternally by that manna. When we know they couldn't live eternally by the manna, I came myself. Are you getting what I'm saying? I came my, and that is why the life you have inside you is the life of God Himself. It doesn't expire. It doesn't get contaminated. You see that? Not as your father had manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. Number one point is eternal life. The remembrance, remembering to enjoy all Christ did for us on the cross and when he rose again, that is eternal life that produces forgiveness, liberation, health, intelligence, fruitfulness, increase, growth, advancement, and all that. You know, I don't know whether this happens to you sometimes. You want to remember something you forgot. You say, blood of Jesus. I have the life of God in me. Everything will come back. And see, let me tell you something. Or something you may display something in the house. And then you know the funniest thing is that you can walk around for like two days. And when you want to see it, you will see it in a very funny place. I don't know if you have experienced something like that. So instead of waiting for two days, say, Lord, the life of God dwell in this house. Are you getting what I'm saying? The life will kick it out. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Number two. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. Verse 9. I'm going to rush this one because we are, we are reading for long. Then they turned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and told all the rest. Now listen to this. You know, the women went to the tomb. They came back, find out that Jesus was not there. And they told Peter. Women are more loyal the way the scripture puts the resurrection. Women are more loyal. They were going to the tomb. They discovered Jesus had left the tomb. Peter and the rest of them, they were just somewhere. Probably plotting the next thing in their life. The next line of action. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you couldn't have been with Jesus Christ for three and a half years and he just died like that. Do you understand? You on your journey, you were journeying with Jesus. You met a dead person and he said, Come alive. Ah, no, that's the that's the that's the G to stay with. Do you understand? You never lack anything. A boy has a small, he said, Father, I thank you, we broke it, and the team multiplied. Ah, we have come to our final destination. Jesus sent everybody, Peter said, We are not going anywhere. You don't understand that. But the same Peter when Jesus Christ died. He said, oh guys, we are going back to fish. He was so almighty. The almightiness in his operation was so vivid. And he just died like that. So they lost hope. They never believed he could come back. Or they did not believe he could come back. They didn't even remember his words. So it was Mary Magdalene and the rest of the mothers and all that. Happy Mother's Day. So that's what they do, praise God. You know, they bring good news. Who told these things to the apostles? Nesbas. They told to the apostles. And their word seems to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. Give us an IV version. No, 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 no. Don't move. Give us an IV version of that verse. Idle tales. What does idle tales is? Let's read it together. One, two, three, everybody. 
But they did not believe the women because their words seems to them like nonsense. You know, I do tell. You know, there's a way the King James can just, do you understand? What are you saying, Joanna? What are you saying, Mary Magdalene? I think that demons that left you have come back. What I say, Jesus Christ left the tomb? <laughs> nonsense. Next verse. Nonsense. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb and stooping down and saw the lining cloth lying by themselves and he departed madly, you know, to himself at what had happened. So he also confirmed it. He was, he was amazed. He was surprised. Do you understand? You know, he, 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 he's, like, he's now like 50-50. They didn't expect something would happen, but it has now happened. So he was, he was thinking about it. Probably reasoning it with his mind. That maybe somebody took Jesus Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? Or something has happened. Now behold, two of the men were traveling that same day to a village called Limaos, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. Yes? See, when you study the scripture, eh? when you hear seven miles, and you don't understand seven miles, just look for a contemporary English version. And they talked together of all the things which had happened. Yes? So it was why they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. So he started working with them. Yes? But their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. Yes? And he said to them, what kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? We were talking to Jesus, you know, you know. And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? Yes. I said, and he said to them, what things? So they said to him, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. Yes. And how the chief priest and how our rulers delivered him to, the, to be condemned to death and crucified him. Yes. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Look at what was in their mind. So it means that that hope was dashed by the dead. They never believe that death is a transition to another higher level. They thought that is the end. We were hoping. Indeed, beside all this, today is the third day since these things happened. You see? Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. <laughs> they surprised us with their nonsense. Don't forget it was nonsense they concluded. This surprised us, yes? When they did not find his body, they came saying, that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Yes. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. <laughs> they needed to see him to now fully confirm that he is. You know, it's amazing how Jesus could talk to people for three and a half years and in three days they've forgotten everything he said in three and a half years. You know he was with them for three and a half years? So, I, when I read scripture at times, I say, who am I? I just console myself. If Jesus himself spoke for three and a half years, and in three days they forgotten it, who am I? 
Can you put your hands? Say, who are you, pastor? <laughs> you cannot do it. Holy <laughs> ah, Spirit. This thing I just told you now. You have forgotten. This is your You have done this. Wait, calm down. Jesus, three and a half years. Revelation, impartation. Are you everything, justification. Uh, everything. Restoration, rejuvenation. It was a complete package of God. They forgot. Because they were not supposed to doubt. As the tomb was empty, they supposed to started jubilating. Are you getting what I'm saying? That what is said has happened. But they were still marveling. Then he said to them, Oh foolish ones. You hardly see any pastor who can talk like that now. Hmm? The ego now is so thick. All foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophet has spoken. Can you see that? That if you didn't even believe my three and a half years, the prophet spoke about these things. Yes. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? So that means he's telling them that guys, I'm beginning at Moses and all the prophets. He expanded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Are you telling me that this is the first time you will have done it? You will have done it several times. You see, Jesus doesn't give up on people. Praise God. The reason why we are still in this boat together. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ain't going to give up on your life. Glory to God. Even when you give up on your own self, me I'm speaking to faith here. <laughs> he expanded again. He, re- he taught everything he has been ta- teaching again. Next verse. But I'm going somewhere. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and it indicated that he will be. He will have gone further. Yes. But they constrained him, saying, "Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent." And he went in to stay with them. Generosity, hospitality. Yes? Now it came to pass as he sat at the table. I mean, I thought they would have known. When he said, oh, foolish of heart. Are you getting what I'm saying? That who can be talking like this? You joined us on the, you are just talking. Who are you, Oga? Are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, if the person is in Nigeria, I say, hey. Uh, what did we carry? What did we throw? Are you getting what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Which one is your home? But the Bible says they were restrained. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it. These guys, these guys, this is not the first time he was going to do that. And gave it to them. Look at the next verse. And the Bible says, then their eyes were opened and they knew him. And he vanished from their side. Do you know Jesus had to be moving around to, to prove to his disciples that he has resurrected? So how on earth do you want a pilot? How on earth do you want the Pharisees? How on earth do you want the Pharisees to believe that he resurrected? And you get what I'm saying? He went about proving himself to his disciples. So how did you want the other people to? That's why the, the, the message they started preaching is that we are eyewitnesses of these things. That's why he says that you shall be witness. 
You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come, and you shall be my witness. That is, you witness the resurrection that I'm alive. Is he alive? Yes. The reason why you say I'm alive is because he's alive. Praise God. He said, whoever feeds on me will live because of me. Their eyes become open. Let me tell you something. You can have a revelation and your eyes might not be open. Jesus walking with you on that journey of that, of birthing of that company or starting that family or, do you understand? And you have Jesus with you. And you have revelation because Jesus was talking to them. Were they not hearing Jesus? And your eyes are not still open. Eyes opening is recognition. Are you getting what I'm saying? If I tell someone now, did you see, if I mention, did you see bread before you enter this place? There is a flash of that bread coming back to your mind, right? Good. If I say, did you see a cargo plane parked outside before you enter this place? You are trying to fix it. Do you understand? It's not entering. Your logic is not open to take that. A cargo plane. How? Do you understand? Aha. Uh-huh. So, I am telling you, there are things that God has spoken to you that has not become pictures in your mind. One of the ways by which those things can become pictures, all right, or movement in your mind, or imagination, is through breaking of the bread and taking of his blood. Now, listen to me. Don't forget the first point is eternal life that contains everything. Those things might not, might be in your life because you have eternal life and you might not be enjoying them until you see them. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, Bible says, do this in remembrance of me. So, when we do it, we give him thanks for the healing that we got when he died and resurrected. Are you getting what I'm saying? And declare healing, life to ourselves, tissues, organs, systems. Then beyond that, we need to see when he talks. Each time he talks to us, our recognition system should be activated to see opportunities, to know who has been sent to take us further. Keep that scripture. That's not the scripture. Verse 30. Then their eyes were open and they knew him. And he vanished from their sight. Look at their response. And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road? And why he opened the scriptures to us? So, you can have a very spiritual sensation in a meeting and you are not still saying. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah, you heard the word. Your heart just come alive. Faith just come alive. Yet you are not saying. But see, let me tell you something. What puts a permanent stop or the permanent kill to those, this kind of situation is his blood and his flesh. Somebody say, I'm alive. I'm alive. And the third one is the unity 
of the people. The unity, the way to, one of the ways to kill gossip is through the breaking of the blood and it's the breaking of the body and drinking of his blood. The unity of the people. That's the last one. The unity of the people. You have a company, you employ believers, unbelievers, and all that. The ones that are believers, you bring them together, you pray, you break bread. It will, it will affect others. The unity of the people. Number one is eternal life, remembering all that he did. The second one is open eyes. Your recognition system becomes awakened. Becomes awakened. Let me give you an example. Have you noticed that if somebody brings a special color to you now, let's say somebody just got a car and it has a lemon, something, something, or it, it's a special color. Do you get what I'm saying? You know that there are colors you don't believe that it exists like that. Especially, you know, cars that exist with that kind of color. So because somebody brings it now, there is a way your logic has interacted with that car. That color. Are you get what I'm saying? You will now be surprised that before you get to beggar from here, you have seen two of that car. Same color. That's what it means for one's recognition system to be awakened. So when God does it, you have access to certain opportunities. Okay? And when it looks like spiritually you are not seeing well again, you go back to the blood. And the body. Amen? For you must be seen. Look at your neighbor and say, you must be seen. You must be seen. You must be seen. There's so much opportunities in this Lagos. In this country. You must be seen. Praise the Lord. What some of you don't know is that some people relocate away from those opportunities. You that you are staying back here, you must not be blind. Because they can go and learn and come back with some other opportunities there. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then you will queue behind them when they come back. You must be smart and be seen. Some of them will be seeing this. Wherever you are, opportunities like there around you, you must be seen. Break bread and take the blood. Somebody say, I see. I see. See, I see supernatural. I see. see, I'm alive. Say, I have eternal life. life. Say, I'm healthy. I am blessed. I am chosen. I am alive. I see supernaturally. I'm united to the body of Christ. Say, we are united as a spiritual family. Come on, give God praise.